Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, is this Jody? Hi, this is she, yeah. Hey Jody, it's Jay Heilman, Kingdom Builder. How are you doing? Oh, how are you? Doing good, just uh, trying to deal with this Florida heat right now. It's pretty hot down here. <laughs> oh, you're in Florida, yeah, wow. Yeah, I bet it is. Can you hear me That's okay? Yeah, night. Yeah, I can hear you. It kind of went in and out there for a second, but um, I can hear you right now. If I take you off speakerphone, too, it might be a little bit better. Okay, so, yeah, you're in Florida. What part of Florida? Uh, I'm just outside of Tampa. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine the level of humidity there right now. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's definitely like walking out into a sauna right now. It's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty humid stuck today. home with the stuck home with all the kids is makes it even more interesting so oh how many of are there i have five between the ages of three and 21 so oh bless your heart <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome yeah, i was asking yeah the director <laughs> yeah oh i definitely will it's so funny i just got that request from um so the director of my last music video for the song fighter he has five kids and they're all between the ages of 2 and 10, 2 and 12, something like that. Anyway, yeah, he – and he, you know, shoots films and videos, so he travels a lot, and his wife is home a lot with all five of them. And, I mean, this is her thing. She loved it. She came from a big family, so she wanted a big family, and they just love it. <laughs> it's just it's awesome. Uh, we we weren't expecting to have so many. In fact, um, our, the age gap was – would have been 11 to 21 uh but we had a we had a surprise come along in 2017 but she keeps us all on her toes and she's we call her boss baby she's a a little bossy baby (laughs) boss baby (laughs) that's cute yeah she loves the show too so she fits she fits the part oh she sounds darling pull up everything i had here all right, so Whitney okay. pretty much um, went over everything. I sent everything to her, and I got your email response back. So we're going to put in post-production uh, for the show when it airs, we'll have stand-up and what is your truth in there. And we actually okay. played um, – I actually played stand-up on our show uh, – I don't remember if it was last week or if it's going to be playing this Friday. So we have that one playing – actually, I think it's, for, it's this Friday. It's with Mike, Mike Rathke. Um, so oh, I have that one right. playing. Um, I was going to ask you, since I have that one already slotted for Friday, is there another song that you want that, that you'd like to play in place of stand up? 
Um, you that? could do you could do the current single that's out right now. Um, what is your truth? Um, yeah, we I have that one as the second one, but um, the first one we're gonna do two. The second one I've got is what is your truth, but the first one is the one that I want I want to try to figure out. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. And you and you said you you don't want to do stand up or because you're already doing it. Well, I have stand up playing on this Friday show right after our interview. This Friday. Okay, uh, then you've got inter okay, the interview I got that I did. Yeah, so I wanted to try to kind of mix it up so that way when we do do the sure. show, air the show with you, sure. we'll have two different Okay, songs so there. well, okay, no, I'm just, um so based on your audience so on your platform, would you rather do one of the rock songs or do you want another mid-tempo or slow ballad type song? That will probably help me narrow it down just based on what you know of your audience. What would you? Uh, my audience is all over the place. Um, okay. I've, I've, I've had people that are in metal music. I've had Southern gospel artists. So I've, oh, okay. Well, then you know what? Let's, let's do Fighter. Fighter was a, okay, let's do Fighter. Fighter was a huge release. Um, it did really well. It's still doing really well, especially in Brazil and Canada. Um, so, yeah. yeah, let's go ahead and do Fighter. All right. Yeah, it's right, super so high energy. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, and those are the kind of those are the kind of songs I like. I've got a chance to listen to the whole record. She actually sent it over to me, and I'm really oh, enjoying. Oh, you did! I, oh, good, actually, great. Yeah, I mentioned uh, <clears throat> this interview I did Friday with Mike Rafke. I mentioned afterwards. Um, I'm a big fan of like female rock artists. Um, I uh -huh. I love Lacey from Flyleaf, uh, Don from Fireflight. I mean, those I I like I refer to them as as the chicks who rock. So I, I like a girl who can sing awesome and have some killer rock tracks in the background. So I love that. That's actually some of my awesome. favorite Awesome. Right. Sounds like I'm talking to the right person. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah the last two um, – actually, it's, it's been fun because there, were, there was another full album review released today. And then there was one done probably about a week and a half ago. Um, one was a secular platform, one was a Christian platform, and it's funny because both, both of them are heavy rockers. They love it, and I also just did a podcast of a guy who was a total metalhead, but one of his favorite songs on my album was Symphony, that ballad with the live strings in it and that really cool yeah. medieval-type music video that I did for it. And it's so funny because he's like, look, I'm, I'm, with, you know, I'm with the headbangers and you name it. I'm in the middle of the mosh pit, but let me tell you, Jody, I loved Symphony. So I thought that was kind of funny. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of been fun with the reviews coming out that the, the gentlemen that are, you know, that are submitting the reviews have all been really heavy rockers. So. Yeah, I mean, you, you, like, you listen to the rock music, um, but even on those big rock and heavy metal albums, you've got those ballads and stuff like that and, some of like the best that, ballads the ever, best. yeah. Yeah, I always, I always go back, like, an example I always tell people, I said, you know, I can listen to an entire Metallica record, like the Black Album, and then mm -hmm. I can go listen to Nothing Else Matters, which is a ballad, like, smack right mm -hmm. in the middle of that record. I'm like, I can rock and headbang and then mm -hmm. sit back for five minutes and listen to a ballad and then just go back into the headbanging again. So it's, mm -hmm. I'm all over the place with yeah. music. So. Yeah, all right, yeah, so, a, lot, a lot of good music. So I've got Fighter in here, and I've got What Is Your Truth. So what we'll do is right before I do that, I'm going to ask you the question. Let's go ahead and play a song from this record. Which one do you want to play for us? And what I want you to do then is um, just tell us about the song and then okay. say, this is my song called Fighter. And we'll do that okay. with, the, with the second one when we come back uh, from the break and ask the question, and we'll do that again. 
Um, but one, I think the one thing that I was, that I didn't put in the questions here that I thought of when I was putting this together was, um, for people that might not yet be familiar with you or your music, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into music? That's going to be the, one of the first questions I asked to kind of uh, sure. introduce people. And okay. actually, I, you may already know this, but um, our website, Today's Christian Entertainment, we're doing a summer music sampler that's going to be coming out Friday. And Stand Up is actually on that. Stand Up on it. Yeah, I saw that this morning yep. on Twitter. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. So that will be that will be on there. That page is all set up. I've, I've, it took me forever to figure out how to do that because I'm not like I'm, – I'm radio, <laughs> but not real tech savvy. Yeah. So I had to kind of right. ask my nerd friends to help me put that up. But that's up and ready. So that will be Friday, okay. and you'll probably see a barrage of Twitter and Instagram and all that for that. So. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'll be sure to push that. Yeah, a lot of good artists on it. Right, let me go ahead and get my recording started here, and we'll get started. <clears throat> Is this audio going to be okay? I wish there was some way I could have called it on. Um, I guess I could have done it no, from my computer and used it. No, your audio is okay? fine. Yeah, it's Okay, I'm just going to make sure because, yeah, I could plug in my, my podcast mic into my computer and somehow do it, but that's fine. I actually, that's, that's actually what I do on my end. That this TalkShoe recording service that we use to record the calls records my mm -hmm. end and your end, and they both sound like we're on a phone call. But oh, um, cool. One thing I do with with the podcast and radio is I have I have my own uh, you know Yeti microphone here that I record my audio with while I'm talking to our guests. That right. way I can overlay that in post production, so it it still right. sounds like I'm in a studio. And doesn't sure. sound like a phone call. Yeah, uh, and exactly. And we're going to start using yeah. Zoom, Zoom here soon, too. I'm, I'm trying to figure that one out. And I guess the audio oh, yeah. and video is pretty good on that, too. Yeah, I use Zoom all the time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've done so many interviews and podcasts. And, yeah, and my, my voice coach is on Zoom, too. So. Yeah, we're actually, I'm, I'm actually doing an interview at 6 o'clock with, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the old school Christian rock, but uh, Billy Smiley from Whiteheart. I'll be talking oh my gosh! So. Wow, that is a blast from the past. Yeah, Whiteheart, Petra, Striper, all those guys. Kim Boyce, way back when she was definitely more pop. But yeah, wow, I haven't heard that in a long time. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to email you the the link. Billy's actually a, a producer now. He's he's got me hooked up. He's got me hooked up with a lot of like three or four of the artists that he's working with. So I'm talking about that, and then the band he does with. Um, John Schlitt from Petra called the Union of Sinners. Uh -huh. so, yeah, I was just listening to him actually the that. other day. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He actually called me up last night at like ten o'clock and said, "I hope I didn't wake you up." I said, "Dude, I have five kids. I don't. I don't sleep at ten o'clock at night." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't get any sleep. What are you talking about? Yeah. No. What is that? All right. <laughs> so let me go and get started. So I'm like rambling on. <clears throat> Welcome back to Kingdom Builder. I am thrilled to be joined by a special guest today. She's a newer artist with a killer rock sound. Please welcome Jody Essex to Kingdom Builder. Jody, how are you doing today? I'm great, Jay. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm just trying to endure this heat wave hitting us in Central Florida right now. It is hot. <laughs> oh, I know. Humidity is dreadful. We're experiencing some of that in Chicago. Probably nowhere near what you're experiencing in Florida, but it's pretty dense today. 
Oh, I bet. I think it's like that all across the country. Well, Jody, glad you could join us today. And those who are listening in today uh, might not yet be familiar with you or your music. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into music? Sure. Um, so I'm originally from California, although I reside in Chicago now. And, um, you know, I kind of started out like a lot of little kids started out in musical theater and, of course, graduated from musical theater into church as the Sunday soloist. My pastor used to have me, you know, select a, a song to sing on every Sunday. And then pretty soon I kind of made it into the worship team and started uh, being part of the worship team. And, you know, I had family in the worship team as well, played the keyboards. My mom did that. And, um, you know, I just kind of started writing my own material at probably at around 12 and then just kind of kept moving up from there, honing my craft. And I was still singing in my church. And then I started my first recording project probably around 12 and then 15. And then moving on past that in my 20s, I actually formed two rock bands. They were actually secular rock bands. Um, and I just continued to write and produce and perform and tour from there. And uh, I reached a point, even though music was something that I loved and that I was the most impassioned about, I kind of reached a point after being, you know, talked about in the entertainment industry and life in general and some of the deals fell through and, you know, had some really challenging experiences. I decided to kind of just hang my microphone up and I fold all my gear and I just, um, yeah, I just kind of put it to rest and then I focused more on some of the other television film things that I also had dabbled in and wanted to develop those a little bit more. But yeah, I kind of gave up on music for a while and then I just picked it back up for the first time in a long time with this album debut. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Well, um, you know, this 2020 has been a whirlwind. It's been crazy so far. Uh, we've all been affected in some sort of way or another by COVID-19. And I know musicians and artists have had a rough go of it, especially. Um, what have you been doing during this time to keep busy? Honestly, you know, I get this question a lot, but, you know, I kind of had a head start. And what I mean by that is that I, I love to be at home. You know, I work out at home. I write at home. I work. Um, I do so much from home. And um, I'm what they call it an outgoing introvert. You know, I love to read. And not that I don't like to go out to dinner and see a movie and hang out and socialize. It's just I really enjoy um being at home. So from that perspective, COVID didn't change too much for, for me, you know, my household and my husband. And, um, but it did change from, you know, our working perspective, especially being a musician. Um, it probably wasn't the prime time to be releasing music, but, you know, I still felt really led in my heart um, from God to continue releasing. Um, I was actually, by the time March rolled around and we had just, this COVID thing had just started, I was getting ready to release a ballad and I met with my marketing team and, you know, we just had a roundtable discussion about do we pause the project? Do we wait? And, you know, my gut told me no. And I felt like since I was releasing this kind of rock ballad, it, it just would, it was the perfect time given, you know, the scenario that our world was in. And it was a very peaceful respite type song called Symphony. So, um, you know, I went ahead and just started and kept releasing music and decided to stay on schedule, release the album come June. Um, I just, you know, I had total faith in God and I was just feeling led to continue on the path and not make any changes or any drastic moves. Um, but, you know, I, I wasn't, it wasn't lost on me in terms of all the damage and just the strife that 
our, our world was going through, you know, small businesses and hearing from friends and all these moms and parents, you know, having to homeschool their kids. I mean, it was just crazy. So, you know, I spent a lot of time just on social media empathizing and just, you know, just trying to get a pulse on really what we as humans were going through and dealing with this. And, you know, we're super politically divided right now. And we have a lot of just controversial things going on and it was just it's been you know quite quite a pile up so I um you know I really just wanted to take it all in and empathize and sympathize with people and um that's pretty much what what it's been for us but you know I've continued releasing the music and um that's the plan that's awesome and you know Jody I have to commend you and your especially your marketing team um Whitney and company that that do the marketing for your music are amazing. I've worked with a lot of publicists and stuff over the years, and you have an awesome team there. They're they're all on it, trying to get this music out there, and I absolutely love it. So I'm glad the finally has caught up with you, and uh, you know, bring the culmination all of these emails and talks and stuff back and forth about your music. So really excited. Oh. Oh, thank you. That's so nice of you to say. Yeah, I just I have to commend the team, and over and over again, I mean. Whitney is an amazing publicist. I mean, she has such a way with crafting words, both, you know, in emails and also verbally. Um, and the other mar the marketing team that I'm working with is um, Marketing with Wisdom. And Wisdom Moon is the CEO of the company. And he's just salt to the earth, super kind, and leads really, you know, he's a strong, silent type. And uh, he just has a great team behind him. Yeah, they've just been fantastic to work with. Oh, definitely, and that's the kind of team you want behind you. And you know, they've they've been telling me about this new record. I finally got a chance to listen to it. It's uh, the new <laughs> record just came out. It's called Irreverence. Let's talk about that for a moment. Tell us about the process in writing and recording this new album. Sure. Uh, well, after I decided to kind of you know jump back into the music industry from a, a prompting from God, and probably for the first time in my life, I was being a thousand percent obedient. Um, I just felt super led to do this album and I just I fought it even you know for a while and um, in doing it I thought okay I'm going to do a faith-based album I'm going to go back to my roots I'm going to go back to doing what I feel like I've always should have done and in doing so I wanted to assemble a faith-based team to work with from start to finish like you know producers musicians my marketing team I mean you name it just across the board so I started researching uh, faith-based producers and actually the first one that kind of I came across was Sean Hill he's the owner and producer at Uphill Studios and um, I kind of researched him listened to a podcast read some of his interviews and I'm like I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact this guy so I contacted him I made arrangements to fly out and meet him and talk about my project and I knew you know my personality and my genre and style I wanted to record a rock album and rock happens to be favorite of Sean's even though he produces a lot of worship albums and just you know adult contemporary and um, we just connected and he totally, we were aligned in the vision for the album and he understood from a writing perspective, from a mixing, the sound that I wanted, the musician, musicianship was really important to me. So we made uh, another date to uh, work together, have a writing session, came back into the studio a few weeks later with a couple of, you know, skeleton ideas and then um, literally 
it was amazing that we turned out the entire album in five days. We had just such a great dynamic and writing chemistry. And I think we were both super motivated for the a rock album because, you know, it's not, there's not a ton of rock in the Christian realm. I mean, when you consider all of the other type artists and the music out there, rock is a very, you know, small sliver of the pie. So, you know, he was, I think he was really motivated to kind of get that out of his system too and super excited about working on something different. And we just knocked it out. Uh, we worked a couple of my ideas and his ideas and five days, bam, it was done. Then I came back a couple weeks later and we started tracking um, all of the, you know, the drums and the guitar, bass, all the instruments after we, you know, had a little skeleton of songs. And um, then I did vocals had some BGVs in there to do some background vocals, and um, that was it. And it was mastered, mixed by Sean and mastered by Bob Boyd at Ambient Digital, who is phenomenally talented as well. Um, and that was pretty much the process for Irreverent. Well, that's pretty cool. Why don't we go ahead and play a song uh, from the new record? Which one do you want to play for us first? Uh, I believe we are going to play Fighter. Fighter. Fighter is the song next up. Yeah. First up. All right, so what we'll do is um, I'm going to go ahead and say that again and then just introduce the song say it the right about way. that song. <laughs> yeah, to kind, okay. of, kind of give a background on it. I'll edit that out. Sure. That's the cool thing about this not being live. So. <laughs> I know. Well, Jody, let's go ahead and play a song from the new record. Which one do you want to play for us first? Let's go. We're going to play Fighter. So the song that's coming up is going to be it's Fighter. Oh, I'm sorry. We got to back up. I'm supposed to talk about it too instead of just introduce it. <laughs> oh okay. my gosh, I know. Sorry, I have so much coming at me right now. I'm going. Oh my gosh, my brain is just. Uh, let's try that again. Take take three. You you can go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. I'm just pulling up some notes here. Okay, so uh, yeah, the first song we're going to play is Fighter. And um, Fighter is, it tells of a warrior all suited up in the armor of God, you know, both literally and figuratively ready for battle in the world. And um, this is, it's the fastest track on the album, and it's a full bore, pedal to the metal, and power, no holds barred um, ride. It literally is a shorter song. It's just about three minutes. And um, you know, it, it just talks about, there are subtle hints of vulnerability in it. Um, in, in the chorus, though it's all about fighter, there's a line there that, is, that says, I'm stronger because I've been weak. And obviously, you know, we, we obtain growth. We experience growth through struggle. And so it talks about, you know, going through your struggles and letting it flow through you and getting through it, even at your weakest moments, because you're going to come out stronger. And this is just the song about the fighter we all want to be or that we strive to be. And, you know, fighter doesn't mean um, a conflict-type fighter. Fighter is a survivor. It's another word for survivor in, in, my, in my eyes. And so, yeah, let's go ahead and play fighter. Full speed ahead. Sweet. All right. <clears throat> That's Jody Essex with Fighter, a cut from her brand new album just released today called Irreverent. And Jody joins us to talk about the new record. And, you know, Jody, besides this record having a great message, it's got some pretty sick rock soundtracks to go with the song. <laughs> from a sound standpoint, Thank you. Um, who are your musical influences? Are there artists that have inspired you the most in the sound? 
Well, you being a rocker yourself, you know that there's nothing like a live rock show. So, you know, I was inspired just first, probably growing up, uh, both my parents, um, my dad listened to more secular music and my mom listened to primarily Christian music. So with my dad, I grew up listening you know, to the Beatles and all his favorites in the 70s rockers. And my mom was listening to more of the adult contemporary, but I have a brother, older brother and sister who got me into Striper, Petra. Um, obviously, I was listening to Amy Grant. And um, secular-wise, though, I really started listening to um, Guns N' Roses, obviously Van Halen, the amazing, you know, guitar revolutionary and then um also my dad had me listening to Jimi hendrix way back when so i mean i kind of got a exposure to all of that at a really young age and you know i love stone temple pilots i love Soundgarden. Um, i just loved how melodic because i love heavy rock but i love melody and i love a really good guitar riff and you know i've always appreciated a strong vocalist and my favorite rock female vocalist probably is pat benatar because she is the one she is the one woman who could just flat out rock it out on stage and then turn around and sing we belong you know she she'd go from i think her mom was an opera singer and she herself could go from singing um you know one of her one of her big rock songs to a ballad so i i, I mean i have a lot of influence it's hard to pinpoint you know specifics but that that's kind of a, a pretty good pool there of um my influences oh definitely and you named a lot of my favorites there too if i if i had to sit back and name uh especially like on the on the female rock side of things i would say number one uh anna nancy wilson from heart uh Pat oh Benatar for is definitely sure a favorite. awesome joan jett uh all, all three of those all three of those groups of ladies are awesome. I've been fortunate enough to see those guys live in concert. And I can tell you, I saw Hart last year and those ladies are in their late sixties and they're still I, they haven't lost it. They haven't the stage I know. It. They're awesome. They sound amazing. And can I just get you to agree with me what a travesty it is not having Pat Benatar inducted into the hall of fame, rock and roll hall of fame. Are you in agreement with that? I, I, I totally agree with that. And you know what? Just the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in general, I think they really should call it the Music Hall of Fame because there's so many artists. Oh, now, for sure. That, that oh, yeah. Not, it's they're, they're not, they're not yeah. rock artists. When, when no. you, okay, I, I have nothing against hip-hop, nothing against Tupac and stuff like that, but if, when Tupac gets inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Pat Benatar, there's a problem there. I'm sorry. There's a problem. Mm -hmm. No, I understand. I, yeah, they've diversified so much, but she, I mean, you just remember her following. I mean, people started dressing like her and just started, I mean, she was incredible. You know, I remember Love is a Battlefield and Invincible. I mean, she was just the crusader for female empowerment. But what I loved about her is that she could sing. You know, it wasn't about just delivering a rock song. She could just wail. So, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm glad. I like you even more now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, you, the other band, the other bands you mentioned, and it's it's kind of, you know, I, I, my favorite rock music. You know, I go back into the late '70s because I listen to my what my dad listened to: Pink Floyd, um, Aerosmith, Journeys, my oh, mom's Aerosmith, favorite band, yeah. uh, Fleetwood Mac. All of those bands. I mean, I grew up with those of bands. Course. But when you talk about the bands that I really got into myself and kind of uh, had a following of personally was was the seattle sound you got like allison chains was my favorite group you of have course. Soundgarden, chris cornell one of the most amazing vocalists of all time 
Uh, Pearl Jam. You mentioned Stone Temple Pilots, Scott Weiland. And you know what the sad thing is, is that of, of the big four of Seattle, you got, in my opinion, you got Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Nirvana, and Pearl Jam. Three of the four lead singers of those groups are gone now. And it's just. It's I know. Crazy. We had Nirvana, uh, too, Scott, right? Scott, Were you a. Yeah, yes. Scott Weiland's yeah. gone from STP. You've got. It, it's just tragedy strike in Seattle. But I can tell you that sound wise, that grunge and melodic rock sound that came out of Seattle. I mean, you, you really couldn't match that. I love that sound. I know. I love it too. I love it so much. I mean, I was just gutted when, you know, finding out about um, their passing. I mean, I just, oh, it's just, you know, the, the conflicts going on and, you know, obviously there were some addictions too, but I was just, man, I was just gutted each, each one of them. Yeah, me too. Well, Jody, let's go and play another song from the new record. Which one do you want to play next? Um, let's play, we're playing What Is Your Truth, I believe. Yes. And um, so What Is Your Truth is an interesting song. I, it's kind of a mid-tempo-y. It's got, you know, a little tinge of rock to it, very melodic. Um, but What Is Your Truth is the accountability song. And obviously all the songs, it's interesting because I should explain that um, all the songs from track one to 10 on the album, they all are kind of a a part of a play, like a story. So, you know, act one, scene one, and it starts with, you know, kicking off with stand up and then going all the way down and ending track number 10 is rear view mirror. So they all kind of have a story and it kind of wraps up at the end, stay out of your rear view mirror, which is, you know, you kind of just have to get out of your past, accept it, move on and that kind of thing. So what is your truth is in the top half of the album and it's the accountability song. It's, you know, going through life and being in relationships, whether it was personal, familial, um, with people that you felt like just wouldn't take accountability or they wouldn't apologize for their actions. Um, they want to just absolve themselves of any responsibility in anything. And in the chorus of What Is Your Truth, um, it talks about placing your blame feels like feeding you freedom. So by displacing blame on someone else, it's giving that person relief and it's kind of preserving their self-esteem by, by making them feel um, flawless and, you know, nothing going on, nothing wrong with them kind of thing instead of just accepting responsibility for something. So, um, yeah, this next song is called What Is Your Truth? Awesome. Right. You know, Jody, that you mentioned uh, earlier in the interview that, you know, you came, you know, not only of doing music, but you came from a TV background. And I was looking at some of the stuff that you've done in the past and, you know, going back to the early 2000s, you had a couple minor parts in The Princess Diaries and Dr. Doolittle, too. You know, going back mm-hmm. and looking at that period of time in your life, um, you know, what, what was it like being on a movie set compared to being in a studio recording music? Oh, my goodness. So when you're on a major motion, pic- motion picture movie set, let me back that up. Oh my goodness, when you're on a major motion picture movie set, it's, it's much different from the standpoint of you've got just crowds of people. You know, you've got the, the background actors, you have the actors, you have crew, you have the craft service. I mean, it's massive. In the studio, it's a pretty isolating experience. You know, you've got the engineers. Um, you might have a couple of band members there, writing partners. Um, it's just a completely different experience. And... Um, both highly creative, both 
energizing. You know, you get charged from being in a studio, and I get charged from being on a set. Um, but yeah, they both have their pros and cons. Um, they're both they're just both different from the standpoint of size. Um, movie sets are huge. I mean, there's just lots and lots of people. So yeah, that was my kind of takeaway from that. So going back to that, when when you were doing that, um, did you get a chance to meet any of the actors from this? Did you get a chance to meet Anne Hathaway from Princess Diaries or Eddie Murphy? I did. I did. Yeah, I got to meet um, Gary Marshall, who was the director, um, and I love him. I've loved everything that he's done, you know, from Pretty Woman to, I mean, he's done so many great films. So I got to meet him. I did get to meet Anne Hathaway briefly uh, before she became Anne Hathaway. Um, and a couple of the other background actors as well on the set. Um, super great, super great first experience. Um, and I think, yeah, that's about it on that set. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, Jody, as an artist, especially in Christian music, impact is something that I think a lot of artists want to have on music fans. Personally, what's the biggest thing you want listeners to take away when they listen to Irreverent? Uh, first and foremost, and I think you can appreciate that, this, I just, I want everyone to know that guitar is not dead. Rock is not dead. It never was. Like, you know, you mentioned earlier, um, there's, there was a lot of, a huge rise of hip hop and rap, um, which is great. And they have their place in the market and there are a lot of incredibly talented artists. Um, but I feel like, if I'm going to say it's making a comeback, I don't really feel like it ever went away. It just kind of got overshadowed. But I feel like people miss it. People crave it. I get messages from all over the world. And they all say, oh, my gosh, we, we, love, we love rock. You know, I, I heard from a couple people out of Turkey. And they said, oh, there's so much rap here, and we want rock. We miss it. We, we love rock. And so I feel like, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting ready to make a huge comeback, I think, bigger than ever. I think, you know, everything is cyclical, so it's making its way back just like bell bottoms, just like, you know, scruffy beards, just like whatever. So that's the first takeaway is I want everybody to know that guitar is not dead. There's a lot of riffing in my song. Um, and it is an album of transparency. I want people to take away the, the transparency in it about living our authentic lives within our authentic selves. And um, I want people to be empowered and proud of who they are and where they've come from. And living, you know, irreverent for Christ, not, not being afraid of speaking up. I mean, in our culture, we speak up for other things all the time. Car brands, clothing brands, um, the new iPhone, this, that. And, you know, we, can't, we need to take a stand for Christ. I mean, that, that's who we're following, that, our faith journey. We need to be talking about that and the theology behind all of it. And, you know, getting all the questions answered that have been asked over time. And I feel like, you know, if you're going to offend for the gospel, then you're going to offend for the gospel. I feel like we need to give the gospel and Jesus the shake that everything else gets and then some. So the album is definitely an in-your-face statement. Um, and um, transparency, authenticity, and just be empowered and rock it. Wear whatever you want to church. Be whoever you are, but know where your heart is. Don't straddle the fence. Don't cherry pick the Bible. Just stand your ground, choose a path, and commit. Amen. Wow. Amen. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Well, Jody, touring has pretty much been put on hold for the unforeseeable future, but once things start to open back up and concerts and events continue, what are your plans for the remainder of this year and going into next as far as that goes? Oh, yes. Well, the good news is my album comes out June 26th, so I've been rehearsing for a live streaming show that's going to premiere the evening of my release. It will be available on YouTube and Facebook at 8 p.m. Central. So that'd be awesome if everybody could jump on and watch it. I'll be playing a few songs off the album. Four of the songs will be the single releases, and then I am going to play another song off the album that wasn't released as a single that I love. And um, I definitely will be the first one ready to tour after this, this whole COVID thing passes. Um, I really look forward to getting out there, studying, you know, the analytics. I'm a data junkie, so I love studying all the analytics with my marketing team about who's listening where. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I want to get to Southeast Asia, Brazil, Canada, obviously a swing through the U.S. Um, but, I, yeah, I'm going to be the first one out there. I'm definitely going to try to think outside the box if I have to get creative to start touring a little early. But I'm ready. I mean, you've got to, you can only social media for so long, and then you've got to get out to your listeners that have faithfully been downloading your music and giving you streams and that kind of thing. So I am super psyched to get that going. Awesome. And I want to, what I want to do is, um, I forgot to tell you at the beginning of the interview, this will actually air the day your record comes out. So if you would, real quick, so I can kind of piece this in there. Um, oh, do it present tense? So yeah. Yeah, if you, it's just the very beginning, just say, yeah, actually tonight, tune into Facebook and my YouTube page. I'm going to be doing yeah. a live broadcast, and then I'll edit that uh, into what you said next. Awesome. So, yeah, actually, uh, today is the release of my album, but tonight I am in celebration of the release. I am doing a live streaming premiere. It will be available on both YouTube and Facebook. So you might want to follow both the platforms, uh, both the channel and the um, Facebook page so that you can kind of get all the details on it. But I will, the show actually will be opened by Effect Radio, which is awesome. And then we're going to launch into a set and several of the singles on it will be played. And then also another one that I, wasn't a single, but it's on the album. And I'm um, looking forward to it. So it's Friday the 26th tonight, 8 p.m. Central, YouTube and Facebook. Awesome. Well, Jody, we greatly appreciate you coming by today, and we pray that God can do big things with the Reverend and your music ministry. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jay. I really appreciate the opportunity. It was great talking to you, and I'm glad to hear that you're a rock fan. Yes, ma'am. All right, and that's where we'll end the interview. And once I get everything edited together and stuff, um, these shows, this will air on the 26th the release day, but what we'll do is um, it'll actually be up in SoundCloud and stuff prior to then, so I'll send Whitney over the link and tag Great. you on that so you can uh, hear it prior to it launching. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, the next thing coming up is the summer sampler, so we'll, you'll see us tagging buku amounts of artists and stuff, and uh, we'll, we'll be starting that on Friday. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I can't wait to push that. That's really great that you guys are doing the sampler. Love it. Great idea. Do you yeah, guys do that every summer? Yep. We we did it two years ago in 2018, but um, last year I just had we had so much going on that I had I had every intention on doing it, but um, mm -hmm. just, I, I didn't get it done. So this this year I'm like uh, I've been home with my kids for three months, so there's really <laughs> no 
for me not to get it done. So we did right, it. Right, right, right. As you can see, amazing amount of artists on there that have put their music into this. So I'm excited. Yeah, no, I appreciate you including Stand Up on it, truly. Thank you so much. All right, well, um, if you need anything from, from us in the meantime, um, just reach out to us, and uh, okay. we'll do vice versa with, with uh, Whitney. Okay, great, Jay. Thank you so much, and uh, stay cool in that humidity there. Oh, I will. Jody, you take care. <laughs> okay, you too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.